Thanks for listening to the Inner Life Podcast. Be sure to join us every weekday at 11 a.m. Central on Relevant Radio and on the Relevant Radio app. Find your local Relevant Radio station for the Inner Life at RelevantRadio.com or stream us live every day on the Relevant Radio app. It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to the Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Neff. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. And today, praying the attributes of God. In the diary of St. Faustina, she talks about three attributes of God. She says it's all about holiness, justice, love, and mercy, which when we pray and meditate on those three attributes, uh, should walk us deeper into our relationship with God and build a great trust that God is, in fact, who he says he is. Well, we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director. Back with us once again, Father Mark Barron. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church in Darien, Illinois. Father Mark Barron, great to have you back. Welcome to the program today. Thanks for having me back on, Chuck. It's always a pleasure to be on The Inner Life. And looking forward to our hour with you today, as we do every day. We'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us uh, in the conversation today. But uh, Father Mark Barron, get us started. Three attributes of God that St. Faustina talks about. Uh, Give us an overview. What are we talking about? Yeah, it's interesting. Um, St. Faustina when she first entered the, her you know, religious life, and she, you know, because in religious life, you're taught about the ways of prayer and the ways of prayer, you know, meditation is an important aspect of, of, of prayer. And so St. Faustina was trying to know God and trying to understand who God is. Um, and so she was, she was trying to, she, she said in her diary, she said, I want to know who God is. I want to know him in his essence or whatever. And, and so, um, she had like this, this vision of, of the Trinity, and and from that vision, she heard a voice say, "Jesus basically told her, he said, um, who God is in His essence, no one will fathom, neither the mind of angels nor of man." And then she said, "Jesus said to me, get to know God by contemplating His attributes." Now, now there there are many attributes. Like theologians have tried to announce attributes of God. Um, over the centuries, and you, know, you can come up with like a list of ten, but in St. In Saint Faustina's case, um, the Lord at one time told her to, um, you know, focus on holiness, his justice, and his mercy, and or mercy and love, and, and from that he said that his, his, his love and mercy was his greatest attribute, but, but that's, what that, that's how she got... Um, focused on those three attributes of God. Um, and, you know, holiness is that attribute that basically, holiness, the, the word itself um, comes from a word that means separateness. Um, it means uh, purity. So by holiness, you can kind of define that as God, God's transcendent purity, like, like there's no defect or taintedness in his nature. 
he and 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 his holiness reflects that he is completely other or step from you know his his creation and so in that way he is he he's wholly other and he is uh, not tainted as as our, as creation is now due to sin um his justice has to do with god ordering all things in a right way and ordering things in a way whereby he gives everything he can everything god creates he creates it in a proper order and in doing that he gives everything it's due and so that's god's justice sometimes people think of god's justice only about his you know his, his punishing but but god god only punish he only punishes for the sake of correction to bring things back into right order so that, that's an important thing to see and then of course his 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 mercy um you know well love is is in the is who is how god defines himself in scripture god is love and so love is god's very being in the you know it it's how we understand his triune being love becomes mercy when you understand god's love and how god's love acts on behalf of his creation and so everything jesus says in the diary has the imprint of his mercy because mercy is about love um that comes to the need of 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 nothingness or 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 those in need and so we all you know we have a need for god for everything and so god loves god's love is always communicated to us in the form of mercy but anyway it's just interesting that that the lord told saint faustina if you want to get to know me contemplate my my attributes and so uh, th- this is what kind of spawned this um uh, the theme of the show because for myself i myself um have found great benefit from meditating on god's attributes in my own spiritual life hmm. father mark Barron is our spiritual director let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us it's a toll-free phone number 888-914-9149 don't forget you can email us as well inner life at relevant radio Dot com, but we're talking about these uh, three attributes of God. So when have you seen God's uh, holiness or justice or his love and mercy working in your life? And here's the other question. What tells you that God is who he says he is? And especially in this chaotic year of 2020, of course, if you have any questions, would like to join in the conversation. We invite you to do that as well. Uh, Toll free number again, 888-914-9149. So walk us a little bit more deeply into this, Father Mark, if you would, when we talk about holiness, justice, love, and mercy. And, and if we're living these, what might that look like in, in, in my life? Or maybe you can just share, what does that look like in your life? Yeah, I'll go back and I'll, I'll expand even this, this, uh, the, this understanding of God's attributes in terms of like, uh, um, because this will help to understand at least how this is impacting my life. That, you know, God, God's attributes, you know, what, what are attributes? Attributes are like qualities or features that um, are inherent in, in, in someone or, or some things. They're, they're like perfections that are a part of the nature of, of something or someone. And so everybody has them, you know. And, um, but in God, God has attributes, but, but God doesn't have attributes like we have attributes. But the point is, We'll just say that, that these attributes of God, these words we use as, uh, to, to define the attributes of God, 
help us to understand who he is or even what he is, you know? So like one of the first attributes is the fact that God is, is self-existent. Like, like God doesn't depend on anybody else for his existence because he is the supreme being. He's the, you know, he, he, he is just existence itself. The nature of God is to exist. So I start to, to, to like ponder that sometimes in my in my life in my own reflection of God, and, and the, what what that does for me is it helps to ground me in, in the fact that God is, and that that God exists number one, but that He is, and that it, 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 He's a foundation of reality, and, and what that does for me is it kind of like um, grounds me. Or, or give it, it provides me a foundation or a sense of stability in his reality because we you know we as creatures are limited beings and in one sense we have a type of like because we're limited we have a kind of an insecurity in us like you know we we have to depend on other things for our survival and, and so to know though that, that that god is like existence itself he's the ground of all reality has been very helpful for me and and kind of like giving me this sense of, of security in my life. And, and you can go, go on. There, there are other attributes of God that, um, uh, like the fact that God is infinite. God is without limit. He is without bound. God is eternal. He's not, he's not bound by time. Um, God is, is, is big, I say, you know, because he's infinite, he's big. And so all, you know, all those things kind of contribute to the sense of, not only is there a God, but this God is big. He's immense. He's eternal. Um, God is all-powerful. Um, God is able to do things. And so at, in my life, again, you know, we, we, we all go through our ups and downs in life. And, and sometimes we have good days. Sometimes we have bad days. And, and I would have recourse to, like, like the, these, these attributes to help to ground me in reality to, to, to kind of be that rock upon which, okay, things might be a little unstable um, in my life, you know, whatever, in whatever way, but I go back to the rock, and that rock is God himself in his very existence, in his very life. And that's kind of how, how I started on, on being able to, like, pray with, or, you know, pray with the attributes of God by first meditating on the attributes of God, very similar to what, you know, the Lord told St. Faustina, if you want to get to know me, contemplate my attributes. And so that's what kind of got started me on, on this path of, of, uh, uh, of learning how to reflect upon God's attributes and drawing fruit from them for my own spiritual life. Yeah, and then, Father Mark, would we expect, if we're praying uh, on the attributes of God, that that uh, would in some way change us? Yeah, no, exactly. It, it, it is meant to change us, because when you think about it, and I noticed that within myself, like, like sometimes um, we can believe things about God that are not true. God doesn't care. God is distant. God is just an angry man in the sky. All those things are false images of God. But, then, but, but again, um, when, when we think about the truth of God, because there's an objective—God God is an objective reality. That's the thing. And so as an objective reality, God, God, as a supreme being, God has a nature. And our, our emotional state or our, 
you know, because oftentimes our false beliefs are, are, are motivated by our, our, our emotional states. If we're not feeling good or if we're not feeling like God is close or we're feeling like God is mad at me, well, then guess what? God is mad at me. God is not close. But we have to let God be God. And this is where, you know, just meditating in general is important because in meditating we're contemplating on the truth of things. And when we contemplate on the truth of God, then the next step is to surrender ourselves to those truths. So like no matter if, so I could say, well, I don't feel like God is close. And then I'll just, I'll think like, you know, but you know, God is everywhere and he is. He, he's not everywhere as, as like, um, you know, in the, from the standpoint, like he has a body, so he's in every place, but, but God is pure spirit. And wherever God is acting, there he is. And God is acting always in creation because he's sustaining creation in existence. So at minimal, I know that God is present in creation by the mere fact that he sustains creation by his power. And, and, and so therefore, I know that God is present to me because he sustains me in existence. And then you, know, you, also, then you can also think like, yeah, and God knows everything. God knows everything about me. And so God is present to me in his knowledge. Like, like I'm, God, God is present to me because he knows me, and he knows me better than I know myself. And, and so all these things, when, when you kind of like understand these attributes, you kind of acknowledge them, and then you surrender to them, then it's kind of like a, um, a spiritual chiropractic adjustment. You get yourself realigned to the truth of God, and the truth of who you are as a creature. And that, that realignment is kind of like, you know, um, humility is, is involved with that because humility is truth. And so it just kind of allows us to be the creature and lets God be the creator. And that's in that humble alignment there uh, gives us a great sense of security and foundation in our lives. We are talking today about the attributes of God. So when uh, have you seen God's holiness or justice or his love and mercy working in your life? And what tells you that God is who he says he is, especially in this chaotic year of 2020? Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, it's a toll-free phone number, 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We'll be right back. is today's gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke chapter 1, verses 39 through 45. Mary set out in those days and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Most blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at the moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. You can find all the daily readings at relevantradio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app. 
The Relevant Radio Studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life Spiritual Directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Good to have you with us on The Inner Life today. I'm Chuck Neff, along with our producer, Nick Schmitz. Jim Shaper answering your phone calls. And Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, currently the parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois. And uh, talking today about the attributes of God. And phone lines are open if you'd like to join us. Toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Our email address, life at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about these attributes of God, uh, God's holiness, his justice, his love and mercy. How have you seen those working in your life? And um, what tells you uh, that God is who he says he is, and especially in this really crazy, challenging, chaotic year of 2020? Of course, if you have any questions, we invite you uh, to join us as well. Again, toll-free number 888-914-9149. Just a reminder that if you're just joining us, don't forget you can hear our podcast of the entire show show, all you have to do is go to the website relevantradio.com, the Inner Life page, and download today's program, really any of our programs. The uh, program is generally up uh, ready for a download within 30 to 60 minutes after we say goodbye at the top of the hour. And then if the program has given you any help or any hope on your journey of faith, share it with someone else. Tell your friends about it. We'd appreciate that as well. So Father Mark Barron, the attributes of God in St. Faustina's diary, she talked talks about uh, love and mercy as as the greatest attribute. Why is that? Yeah, that's a, um, a great question. And, uh, and I want to echo that the Lord says that himself in the diary. He says, proclaim that mercy is the greatest attribute of God. He says, all the works of my hands are crowned with mercy. And I say that um, as a segue into the answering that question, because Jesus says all of his works are crowned with mercy. And so, again, when we think about the attributes of God, and, you know, the attributes of God also involve, again, like his omnipotence, his, the fact that he's all-knowing, he's, he's, he's everywhere, um, all-present, um, he is all-wise, um, he is truth itself. All those attributes, when God creates all those attributes, so to speak, kind of converge um, into... Uh, the, the work of mercy that God is doing. And so all the attributes of God kind of like uh, funnel together to, to, to be merciful, if you will, towards the human race. Um, I hope that kind of makes sense, but this, is, this may be another way, way to think about this also, is that, you know, God is, you know, God is all-powerful. He can do all things. Um, God is big, you know, he, he, he's uh, uh, the biggest, he, he, he's infinitely bigger than this universe. So God is big, God is all-powerful, so he can do whatever he wants. God is smart, and God is good. And so um, 
all those all those 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 previous attributes, you know, God is big, God is powerful, God is smart. Those don't mean really anything unless God is good, you know. Um, and, and, and because if God is not good, then then, then He's not going to use His power, His His wisdom, His strength, you know, His bigness, so to speak, um, for our benefit. And so mercy is His greatest attribute. I think you can say because all of his attributes are ordered towards doing good to us, but that goodness is communicated to us through the notion of, of mercy. Or goodness, the good that God does to, towards us is understood in the word we call mercy. And so this is kind of why it's the greatest attribute, because all of his, all, all of who God is, is ordered, if you will, to, to, to being merciful to his creation. And so that's why I think you can say that it's, it's the greatest attribute. Yeah, and then, Father Mark, before we get to some phone calls here, one more question for you. But when you talk about mercy is uh, is God's greatest attribute, I think that we can look at what's going on in the world today, certainly with the, with, uh, the coronavirus. And then how do we begin to... Uh, I don't even know what the word is. How do we begin to uh, embrace that or or accept it or whatever with uh, with yeah. so many deaths sure. and so many yeah. cases of the yep. COVID? Where's God's mercy in that? How do we begin to, to recognize that? No, that's a great question. And I think that, again, um, we go back, you know, Jesus says my greatest attribute is mercy. And then, you know, we have the image where that mercy the divine mercy image, where that mercy is expressed through the rays of the blood and the water. And then remember, he says to Faustina, he has it signed, Jesus, I trust in you. And so when you think about trusting anybody, we, we trust people who we know. And we trust them when we know that what? That, that let, let's say they are, they are capable of helping me, they're smart enough to help me, you know, big enough to help me, they're smart enough to help me, and they're good enough to help me. And I, I'm kind of saying that in very simple terms, but 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 we have to see in people a kind of a, a, a virtuous attribute, so to speak, before we trust them. And so again, when it comes to God, we go back and we think about His attributes that are that that make Him trustworthy. And that's the fact that what that He is big, <laughs> He is He's infinite, He He is He is He is all powerful, so He 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 can help us. He's smart enough to help us. He's all wise. He's all knowing. Um, and then, and then you throw in the goodness. That means he wants to help us. And so, when you think about just who God is, and you just kind of like splice apart these attributes and just kind of think about them, and you put them all together, you're like, yeah, man, God is trustworthy. And so that that's where um, I I I think it's important for us to recognize. Um, that even in a pandemic, for example, you know, where, where is God's mercy? Well, well, I'll say let's look at mercy in light of God's sovereignty, right? Because, because God is, is infinite, because he's all-powerful, God ha- has authority over all things. You know, he's everywhere. He, he, he has authority over all creation. And so because he has authority over all creation, because he's sovereign— and because then he is all good, nothing that he has authority over, God has authority over all things, and he orders them always according to his goodness. Which, which again, when we look at this in relationship to, to, 
to creation, that goodness is always ordered towards the needs of the human race. And our ultimate need is for salvation. But, but, but anyway, the, the point is that God is in control and that God is ordering the, the, the weight of this pandemic, if you will, the suffering of this pandemic toward, towards a greater good because God is in control over all things and God orders all things towards his goodness. And so that, that, that just kind of like helps us to have confidence that – and again, I, I go back. And I'm doing this right now. Like, like, think about how big God is. I mean, think about this. Like, you know how big the universe is? The universe is 5.87 trillion miles long. Like, this is kind of like how, how scientists have measured the universe in light years and, and understanding how, how big the galaxy is and all that stuff. Just, just that's the number, like 5.87 trillion or, yeah, 5.87 trillion miles long. That's a huge number. <laughs> think about one mile. One mile is pretty long, no, you know. Nevertheless, five point eight seven trillion miles, and then you think God is infinitely bigger than that. That's amazing. That you know, when you think about that, that kind of makes us feel so small, but not in a diminished way, but in a way that, like, yeah, you know, I am small, but He is big, <laughs> and He is bigger than than my problems and the problems of the world. God is big enough to handle the problems of the world, and he's good enough to be present to them and to be involved in them and, and to work it in a way that is going to be for my benefit, even though I might not be able to feel it or to know it mm-hmm. right away. Father so that, Mark Barron, yeah. This is why I, yeah, no, I, say, I get excited about speaking about this because, because I know that when, when you really kind of just think about these things and surrender to them and let God be God, then, then that's where our security is, and that's where, where um, we foster that trust, or, or security in God that is built on a trust of who He is for us. Yeah. I have a lot of follow-up questions on that, but let's uh, take some phone calls. If you're just joining us, let me uh, remind you, Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Father Mark is a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, one of our regular contributors here on the program, talking today about the attributes of God. And let's um, take a phone call. Let's start with Joseph listening in Sacramento, California. Hi, Joseph. Good to have you on the program today. Yes, uh Good morning, sir. Good morning, Father. My question is, um, I'm wondering if my own interpretation of, I guess, very inner and hidden contemplative prayer is correct. When I pray to our Lord, I pray with every fiber and being, all my strengths, with all that I hurt inside, all my insecurities, all my worries and all my anxiety. And uh, instead of saying set prayers like the Our Father or Hail Mary, is this the correct way of praying as well? Yes, it is, Joseph. And first, thank you, Joseph, for your, for your uh, humility and your transparency and, 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 and being on, on a, um, or, or speaking to the audience, so to speak, and being vulnerable like this, because that, that, that's very beautiful. And that's actually exactly where God wants us to go in our prayer. He wants us to be able to, um, you know, see ourselves 
in all of our, you know, in our strengths, but in our weaknesses, in our hurts, in our insecurities, just like you're, you're in our worries and anxieties, just like you're saying. But, but he wants us to come to him. Why? Because, you know, he's big enough, he's smart enough, and he's good enough to help us. You know, and, and, and so, yeah, that, that's kind of like, uh, you know, oftentimes um, when, when I do pray, um, sometimes I'll begin with, like, locking myself in the truth of God. And when I'm locked in into the truth of who God is for me, then that, then that gives me the freedom to go to those places that you just mentioned, Joseph, like, you know, all those areas of hurts, insecurities, worries, anxieties. And then I'm able to, I have the confidence to unveil them to him or communicate those to him. And that helps to set my heart at peace. I wanted to ask you, Joseph, what what is your experience when you pray like that? It's kind of like uh, you're basically saying praying, you're, you're praying, it's a raw prayer from the heart. And what, what 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 kind of fruit do you experience when you pray in that way? Uh, <clears throat> most times, Father, I pray like this before the Blessed Sacrament. And at the end of that session, maybe it's an hour, 45 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour, I walk away, Father, with a kind of uh, peace that I cannot explain. Yep. And... Uh, like the moment I walk out of the church, the whole world could end, and I wouldn't care. That kind of yep. peace, Father. Mm-hmm. That's it. And and, and, this, and you're and you're discovering, Joseph, that that uh, do do you do you have a sense when you're done with that prayer and you experience that peace, like you know, like like in some way, like yeah, God does care about me, or God is present to me. Oh. Very much, Father, because I, I I I experience a peace that not even the world can give me. That's right, and, and what that is is what we call intimacy, like like God, but like when you are real with God, and you're really trusting that you can be real with Him, that you can lean into Him with all your stuff, and that He 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 uses that to draw you into. A deeper intimacy with him mm. and, and that's the heart of Thank prayer yeah. joseph uh, god bless you thanks uh, for joining us that's such a, a beautiful story father mark and uh, i'm sitting here listening to that and uh, recognizing uh, my own prayer life because i think and i think it's true for all of us to some degree that we think we've got to be doing all the talking you know, we've got to be saying the Our Fathers and the Hail Marys, and those are good. Let's, uh, you know, don't discount that. But just to be, to use your word, that that raw, uh, the rawness the of who we are, the insecurity, the hurts, everything about us that maybe we don't want to tell too many people about because maybe we're not too proud of it. But to be able to sit with that in the presence of God, whether that's in, in a church before the tabernacle in adoration or just in, in morning prayer in our own homes, and just to sit with that and be with that, that's really powerful, isn't it? it yeah, and it, it's actually exactly, th- those are the doorways and the windows through which God likes to enter into our hearts, because that that because in that vulnerability is where we're most humble. And, and I can say for myself, and again, this is where kind of what spawned this the theme of today's show is like, and this is, was really especially in the seminary. Like, 
sometimes when you're in that place of, you know, all of what Joseph mentioned, the hurts, the insecurities, worries, anxieties, whatever, like those things can can kind of um, create a kind of a, um, a, a disconnect, so to speak, um, you know, because when you're in your junk, so to speak, you, you, you're, you're, you're there and you're kind of you might be overwhelmed with those with the, the negative feelings that might be surrounding it. And so it's hard sometimes to, like, go into a chapel and pray and, 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 and really feel God's presence or whatever. So that, that's where, like, through my seminary studies, and, you know, we study about these attributes, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to—so I, I would just kind of go in there, and, like, if I wouldn't feel like praying or I would feel like God is distant, whatever, then I would just go through this, like, logical progression, progression of, like, okay, God, you're, you exist— if I'm in the chapel, I'm like, I'd be like, okay, and you're there in the tabernacle. And then I go, so, so you, and you are big, you know, you, you are the guide of the universe and, you know, you're infinitely bigger than the universe. And I'm like, and you're all powerful. So, so I know you're big enough and you're powerful enough to help me. And then I'll think about his goodness. And I'm like, and, and because goodness wants to help anything that is good wants to share itself. And so then, and that helped me to like, yeah. And God wants to help me. Lord, you want to help me. You know, you know, you, you, goodness, love, and mercy—all kind of synonymous ideas of God wanting to help, wanting to give and heal, reach out and heal. And so, what that would do is that would kind of like lock me in to His to to the truth of His presence, and and then like like um, you know, as, as you start off with like God's bigness and you know God's power, that that's kind of like more locks me in to, to the foundation of the reality of God. But then the goodness part, um, and even kind of like the knowledge part, like God knowing me, knowing what's going on in my heart, gets to the more intimate intimate part. Like God is our foundation, yes, but God as our foundation wants to draw us in, into his intimacy. And that's where like thinking about his goodness, his, his knowledge, you know, God knows how to help us. He's good enough to help us, and he knows how to help us. And that kind of like helps me to to lower the walls that I may have just erected for whatever reason, and it may, allows me to be vulnerable in his presence. And that, and then when I let God in, that's when he works in his way, and then, you know, the fruit of that does become the peace. And, like, I can, you know, it's like, okay, it's all right, you know, and, and you kind of like, um, he, again, I call it like a spiritual chiropractic adjustment. <laughs> you know, you, you know, you go in there and uh, you get the you get the back crack, so to speak. Ah, uh, feels a little feels better. And um, but but that's kind of uh, um, you know. Yeah. Well, well, then, Father Mark, I, take I, us back. Yeah, you know, take us back into the pandemic here, and uh, to follow up on Joseph's uh, insight for us to be able to sit in prayer wherever that is, but to acknowledge our maybe fear to acknowledge our uncertainty, to acknowledge uh, that maybe we're a little bit angry with God because he's not answering my prayer the way I want him to, but to, to walk back into that intimate place where we can, we can pray with our fear and pray with our insecurity and yeah. pray with our yeah. anger. That doesn't fix anything, but it certainly creates a bond between us and God, doesn't it? Yeah, and, and, and oftentimes... Um, what you know why we get angry and why we you know uh we, we might get anxious and all those things is because we, we're feeling overwhelmed and and uh be, and, and and we're feeling overwhelmed because we feel 
out of control. We can, and we feel out of control because we can't fix it, you know. And, and this is where we have to learn how to lean into God, lean in His, lean into His reality. And this is what Jesus means when He says, "Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you." You know, He's not saying He's going to solve the problem, but but what He'll do is is He'll 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 help us. He'll help to support us in dealing with the problem and bearing the burden. And and sometimes for that to happen, we need to adjust our thinking. You know, we can have like uh, what Matthew Kelly calls it, uh, stinking thinking. And um, so we can have stinking thinking, which is wrong, th- wrong thinking, because oftentimes we feel overwhelmed because we're allowing our emotions to overwhelm us. And our emotions might our emotions might be intense, but but this is where where we have to start with the truth of who God is, and we have to allow God to be God and get over our emotions in that way. This is how 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 like like I experienced with myself. I said, this is the way God is, and I have to deal with it. You know, this is who God is, and I've got to you know get over it. So to speak, as my sister tells me sometimes, get over it. And so you just kind of got to kind of like again, you know. Let let the truth of God be that truth, and we just kind of let our life be surrendered to that. And then in that way, we can, we we slowly our hearts become softened to His presence, the true presence. Yeah. And and then we can and then we're able to kind of let Him, in one sense, lean into us with His strength, with His wisdom, with His goodness. Yeah. Joseph, uh, thanks again for uh, joining us on the program. Uh, Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director, talking today about the attributes of God. And so when have you seen God's holiness or justice or his love and mercy working in your life? And what is telling you, especially in these crazy kind of chaotic times of 2020, that God is who he says he is? Toll-free number if you'd like to join Father Mark Barron on the program today, 888-914-9149. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. The Relevant Radio studio line is sponsored by Catholic Order of Foresters. Information about employment opportunities and their flexible premium life insurance plans available at relevantradio.com slash forester. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director on The Inner Life today. Father Mark, one of our regular contributors, a priest with the Marians of the Immaculate Conception, parochial vicar for Our Lady of Peace Catholic Church, that in Darien, Illinois, talking today about the attributes of God. And a little bit of time left if you'd like to join us as we talk about uh, the attributes of God. When have you seen uh, uh, God's uh, holiness or justice or his love and mercy working in your life? Toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Just a quick reminder, in this uh, year of St. Joseph, we want to help you fully experience the year of St. Joseph, and we are offering you all 
all kinds of resources to help you grow in your devotion to this uh, great saint. All you have to do is go to RelevantRadio.com or use the Relevant Radio app. Click on the banner to experience the year of St. Joseph. And when you register, we'll send you a free booklet for the year of St. Joseph. That includes the seven sorrows and seven joys of St. Joseph as long as well as uh, the Holy Father's prayer to St. Joseph. You will also receive a monthly spiritual reflection on St. Joseph from Father Rocky and other relevant radio voices throughout the year. And all you have to do is uh, sign up right now by clicking on the banner at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. So, Father Mark Barron, before we get back to um, some uh, more phone calls for you, uh, quickly, we, we hear, um, you know, St. Faustina, Jesus, I trust in you. So how does meditating on the attributes of God help? How does that help us grow in our great trust for God? Yeah, again, I, I think it's about, when, you know, what is meditation? It, it's a thinking about something, and you're thinking about it to understand it, and then in understanding it, you're trying to, what I would say, like, surrender to it. So, so you think about a truth, then you're trying to um, really surrender to that truth in your own life. So when you're, when you're thinking about, like, the attributes of God, and again, I always focus on for myself just, like, the idea of, of what allows people to trust another person, like what allows me to trust another person. And I would have to think like, well, they would have to be like, so to speak, um, uh, uh, big enough to help me. They'd have to be competent enough or smart enough to help me. And they'd have to be good enough to help me. Or no, excuse me, they, they had to be big enough, smart enough, and good enough to help me, you know? And so th- those three characteristics seem to like, um, if those can be a person, then it makes it easy to trust them because you know that, that they have the ability to help you um, and, and they want to help you. Um, so, so that kind of, you know, in, in other words, because they're good, they're not going to like stomp on your heart. You know, they're, they're going to they're, they're be, you know, good towards you. So anyway, um, when, when you just think about that in terms of God, you know, and his, you know, the attributes that, that are trustworthy – about him, and they all are, but sometimes we just have to think about it, and and, and in thinking about it, you know, just kind of really, uh, like I said, allow ourselves to surrender to them, and, and and like just let them be what they are, and just deal, you know, deal with the fact that this is who God is, you know, because sometimes we'll find ways to maybe, you know, depending on our emotional state, to like block those things. And, and not allow them to be true for, for whatever reason, you know, because we, we might have wounds inside of us that that don't allow us to surrender to them or make it hard to us, hard yeah. for us to do that. But this is where we just got to kind of keep at it and just think about it. And, you know, um, oftentimes I think just for a lot of people to grow and trust in God is just think about his goodness, you know. I, I did that with somebody uh, recently. They were, you know, struggling with scruples, and I'm like, just think about the phrase "God is good" and keep repeating that to yourself. God is good, and think about what goodness is, and then, you know, think about created goodness and how you experience created goodness, and then think about God, who's the source of all goodness. He's uncreated goodness, and so, man, if you can encounter goodness here in this life, man, what must uncreated goodness be like? And then you just kind of keep on thinking about this stuff, and you're like, yeah, God is good. And there's a point where you got to take a risk and, like, 
you know, yeah, God is good. Is good. He, he, he does want to help me. And you just got to, like, take the nest plunge, man, and just surrender and fall into his goodness and let him help you. Yeah, you got that nest plunge thing, huh? That's right. So oh, yeah. just fall into his goodness. Like, yeah. <laughs> so so anyway, that, that's just kind of like, uh, you know, think, ponder, and surrender. And mm-hmm. that that's kind of like, you know, uh, uh, a simple formula to to kind of like grow in trust in the Lord. Father Mark Barron, our spiritual director, let's uh, take another phone call. Janae, listening in San Diego. Hi and welcome. Good to have you on the program today. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. I've been really enjoying Father Mark. Thank you so much, Father Mark. I just, you are so filled with truth. Um, and I just, I'm just so on fire with what you're saying. I'm so, I just wanted to just say thank you. And everything you say is just making me think, wow, God, He is, He's so good, and He wants to help us. And I'm just so thankful for your, just thank you so much for this message. Thank you. Awesome. Thank, thank you. I, 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 I can say that, um, uh, and, and this, this is why, why I, I am fired up. And, uh, and it's not me, it's not my fire, it's God's fire, because when you, when you think about the truth of God, it fires us up in a good way. It fires us up with His Holy Spirit. And I sense that. Janae, right? Is that your name, Janae? Yes. Yep. Yeah, Janae, uh, that's what I sense in your voice, that, that you, you are awoken to thinking about the truth of who God is in your heart, and it, and it just sets you on like a fire for God. And, and, this, is, and this is what God wants, because this is the truth of who He is. And, and man, when, when we can kind of like purify sometimes our image, also image of God that we might carry around in our hearts and might not even know it. Even. This, this is what it does. I mean, it just like, you know, everything becomes um, alive in one sense, or, or we find a strength that is there to help us um, uh, in our life. Um, uh, if I may, to, just to develop this a little bit more. Um, so the Blessed Mother you know, there, there's a place in Scripture where she prays according to the attributes of God, and that's, and that's in her Magnificat, because, you know, which we'll hear that tomorrow in tomorrow's Gospel for, for the liturgy, because she says, um, the Almighty, the Almighty, which is uh, referring to God's omnipotence, the Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is His name. So we got omnipotence, holiness, um, you know, and and then she goes on the rest. She's about his mercy, and so here you see how aware the Blessed Mother is of the truth of God, and she turns it into a prayer because she recognizes that that this great, that this Almighty God, and you can throw in there the transcendence of God too. You know, it's all she she's aware of God's, you know, transcendence, his infiniteness, his his almightiness, and she realizes her nothingness in that but not in a way that is diminishing to her, but that in a way that is like she recognizes the greatness of God in light of his mercy and that he, he showed her mercy in, from the standpoint of creating her in the fullness of grace. And, and, mm. and she recognizes that. And so that, that's where, like, she, she just, like, she was fired up in that, in that, in that Magnificat, like, singing the praises of God. And, yeah. and, and, you know, and this is a way that, that we can pray also, 
Like, like very simply, think about an attribute of God. You could say, God, I pray you in your in your infiniteness. You know, I I I, I praise you in the fact that you that there are no limits in you, and that you possess every perfection without bound. You know, and and just kind of like you know, you can just go start from there, because God, you are infinite. Um, in your perfections, I know that you know whatever that that you um, uh, are a source to help me grow in my own perfections. I, you know whatever you can you know thank you God for for your sovereignty. I praise you in your sovereignty and the fact that you are in control of all the events of the world, good and bad, and I trust that that you are managing them according to your goodness. You know that's another way that you can pray as well. Yeah. Janae, thanks uh, for joining us on, on the program today. We appreciate that. Father Mark Barron is our spiritual director. Time to wrap things up. Father Mark, we'd like to close the hour with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Sure. May God, Almighty Father, bless us all this day. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Mark Barron, always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. Great insights, great wisdom for all of us. Great to have you with us. Merry Christmas, and I know we'll see you again in the 2021, but good to have you with us today. Don't forget, if you joined us late, you can download the podcast. Uh, it'll be up oh, within about 30 minutes after we say goodbye today. A lot of great insights from Father Mark Barron today on The Inner Life. Thanks again to Father Mark. Thanks um, to all of you for taking time in your day to join us here on The Inner Life. We uh, do appreciate that. Don't forget 1230 Central, The Faith Explained with Kale Clark. And we're celebrating Mass from our chapel in Green Bay in about 60 seconds. Stay tuned for that. We're back tomorrow. Hope to see you then.